I'm Jess Bjorling, and this is the Jess for Moms podcast, episode 31, All Kinds of Moms. Welcome to the Jess for Moms podcast. I'm Jess Bjorling, and here we talk about all the ways you can prepare for and thrive in the postpartum stage and beyond into motherhood. There are a lot of resources for taking care of your baby or your kids, and while that is very important, this podcast is different. This is a resource just for moms, a resource that will help you take great care of yourself while taking great care of your kids. All kinds of moms. This is a topic that I wanted to do in honor of Mother's Day, which is in just a few days. And I know that Mother's Day is wonderful for a lot of people, and I know it's hard for a lot of people. And it can be hard at different times of our life. It can be wonderful at different times of our life, but there are lots of struggles with infertility. And I've known people who are struggling because they want to have a baby and their spouse is not ready. And that can make Mother's Day hard. Um, people could be struggling because they know it's the right time to have a baby but maybe they don't feel ready personally, but they feel like it's the right time. Or maybe they have some fears around having a baby and becoming a mom. Mother's Day could be hard because they recently had a miscarriage. It could be hard because maybe some of their kids are not here physically on the earth anymore and it just doesn't feel complete and whole here without them. And all, I mean, there can be so many more reasons. And all of these different things are different kinds of hard and they don't need to be compared but they are real and they are valid and they can make mother's day a painful thing in some in some cases and i just wanted to say this as a reminder to just check in on the people in your life is there someone that is struggling with one of these things that could use a text or a note or even just a hug and also if you are one of these people going through these types of things and Mother's Day is painful for you this year or maybe it's painful every year for whatever reason. I hope that you will lean on the people around you. Don't suffer in silence. Find someone that you trust and that you love and share what you're feeling and all of these emotions and feelings that you're that you're experiencing are super valid and we aren't meant to carry hard things alone and so I hope that you will Again, just lean on the people around you and allow them to help you through a hard day. Don't feel like you have to hide it or submerge it. I hope that you will, yeah, lean on the people around you. So I wanted to add that before we got started, but I also want to talk today about another way that Mother's Day could be hard. And that could be that you're feeling like you're not the kind of mom that you want to be. Or maybe that you aren't enough. You aren't enough of the kind of mom you wish you would be. And maybe you feel like you aren't doing a good job. Or maybe you feel like your weaknesses outweigh your strengths. Or maybe you find that you're comparing yourself to others, other moms. And these are things that I have seen in moms of all ages. Moms in my own mom's stage of life grandmothers, moms at church that I've known, moms that I've interacted with at my kids' different activities, and then also as I've watched my good friends as moms, and then also myself, I've seen this happen many, many times. And I see way more moms feel down about their weaknesses 
than they are proud of their strengths. And this is, again, this is true of me too at times. And even though I am working on this a lot, (laughs) but I'm going to talk more about that. Um, But it is so easy to compare our weaknesses to other strengths, isn't it? It's so easy. I feel like as a mom, especially, it's so easy to identify strengths in other moms and wish we had those for for our children's sake. And so this is what an example of what it, this looks like for me. I kind of, ha- I have the thought sometimes, wouldn't it be fun for my kids if I was that creative and good at doing projects with my kids? They would love that. And so <laughs> that sounds like a good positive wish, right? Something that would benefit my kids. But in actuality, these types of thoughts are poison. It only shuts us down and it makes us feel bad about ourselves. And I don't know about you, but it typically makes me feel a little more irritated um, when I'm focusing on that. And it, it makes me end up being a little more short with my kids and even less of the kind of mom I want to be rather than more of the kind of mom that I want to be. And so I wanted to share with you something today that has set me free when these types of feelings or thoughts comes up. And come up. And that is the idea that there are all kinds of moms. There are. There are creative moms. The one I wish I was. <laughs> the, the art projects, who are good at art projects, and maybe they're really good at imaginative play. And so there's those creative moms. There's teacher moms who are great at finding ways to encourage learning in all different kinds of situations. There are thrifty moms who are great at budgeting and saving money and finding a great deal on clothes or food or whatever it is that their family needs. There are patient moms where patience is a real strength that they have. There are, I mean, I'm just making all of these up, but (laughs) we all understand what, what these mean, right? But there are celebrating moms. So those who are really good at making any occasion fun. And along with that, there's party planning moms who are amazing at planning a fun, beautiful party for their kids. There are domestic moms good at cleaning and um, their house is often very clean. So they're experts in that area. They're really good at cooking and maybe even sewing. And there are thoughtful moms who are really good at checking in and writing notes and little surprises for their kids. There are cheerleader moms good at pumping up their kids, going to events and cheering them on. There are generous moms good at giving of their time and of their money and maybe they budget carefully to be able to put their kids into different um, activities or maybe they coach a kid's team or, or take them to a dance competition all weekend. But there are a million more different types of moms, kinds of moms that I could list. But I hope you know that you are not just one of these. You are multiple of these types of moms, multiple of many more that I didn't even list. And we all have many, many strengths that make us into the unique mom that we are. However, we cannot be all of these kinds of moms. It's not possible. And if it were possible, our kids wouldn't need anyone else. They would just be set for life, only needing us. And now maybe you're thinking right now, like, that would be nice. I would love to just (laughs) be able to meet all of my kids' needs. I want them to be fully reliant on me. But if we stop to think about it, we don't really want that. We want them to need their dad. We want them to need their siblings. We want them to need their grandparents, their school teachers, their friends. Each person in their life meets their needs in different ways. And that is such a good thing. 
And so we are super lucky as their moms that we get to meet a lot of their needs in some really big ways, but we aren't meant to do it alone. And our kids need our strengths and our weaknesses to grow. It's taken me a while to fully accept that, (laughs) but it's true. They need our strengths and our weaknesses in order to grow. And they need their dad's strengths and weaknesses to grow. And they need other people's strengths and strengths and weaknesses. That's a lot to say a few times in a row, but strengths and weaknesses to grow too. And so there's a couple, well, I guess there's four thoughts that I want to add to this topic. And the first is that comparison is the thief of joy. I know we've heard that all of us have heard that phrase quite a bit. And I looked up who (laughs) deserves the credit for that. And apparently it's Theodore Roosevelt. But so I'll give him the credit. But isn't that so true? Comparison is the thief of joy. It takes all the joy out of things the second that we start to compare. And when we compare, we are only taking away from ourselves. Instead of celebrating other people's strengths, we make it mean something negative about ourselves. And it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. When other people have strengths, it has no impact on us. And so when you have these thoughts, when you're comparing yourself to another mom specifically in this scenario, I want you to try this. I want you to stop and think to yourself, there are all kinds of moms, and that is a good thing. And if you fill up for it, maybe point out that strength that you noticed in that mom, because I bet she may not even realize that it's a strength, and she probably feels very similar things to you and compares herself to other moms. And I promise you, it will help her and it will help you. And I've worked on this a lot since becoming a mom. And now I honestly feel so grateful for wonderful friends where when they go, when my kids go to their houses, they are getting a different experience than what they get at my house. And it's way more fun for them than if it was just the same exact type of home and same exact type of mom as what they get with me. And so I really am so grateful for that. So again, if you find yourself comparing Remind yourself that there are all kinds of moms. Our strengths and other strengths are not better or worse. They just make us unique so that we can contribute to our kids and to the world in other ways. So that is the first one. Comparison is the thief of joy. So try to focus on that. Shifting your mindset to, okay, I'm not going to compare. I'm going to focus on that there's all kinds of moms. She has her strengths. I have my strengths. And neither one is better or worse. All right, number two, you can develop any strength that you truly want to whatever level. So is there a strength that you wish you had? And if there is, I have really good news for you. (laughs) You can develop it. You can learn more about it. Read a book, take a course, ask someone for advice or help who is skilled in that area and then practice it. You can develop whatever strength or talent or gift that you want. But the key part is that it's got to be one that you truly wish you had. So be honest with yourself. And I'll give you a personal example of this. So for a long time, I mentioned earlier, I I wish that I was a more creative mom. And for a long time, I felt really down on myself that I'm 
not a creative mom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do a lot of art projects with my kids. I hate the mess. I don't, I don't like buying the supplies. The outcome is overwhelming to me because I don't know what to do with all of the art projects. And even if I take pictures of them, I just feel like there's one more step. I mean, I still do it, but I, if I did a lot of art projects at home, I just wouldn't really know. I don't know what to do with all of them. So for a long time, I felt bad about this and I would tell myself that I should be different or I should change and put more effort into this. But you know what? <laughs> it just added this feeling of overwhelm and stress, which are not things that I need more of. So one day I just realized that I don't have to be creative and do art projects with my kids. Do you know who is super good at doing those things with my kids? My mom, my mother-in-law. I have a friend here in Iowa who's super great at that and will do that with my kids. My kids' teachers are really great at that. And my daughter comes home with art projects almost daily from school. And so they have people in their life who are super good at that. That's not me. And so that need for my kids to be created, creative will be met with other people in their lives. And that's okay. And in fact, that's great. It's great news for me. I was so happy when I realized that, that it's okay. And you know what? Even every once in a while, I get the urge to do a fun art project. So maybe I find it at the store. Maybe I come across an idea and it looks simple and fun and we do it. But when that's the case and it's something that I actually desire and want to do with my kids, it actually ends up being a really fun and relaxed experience because it's not one that I am forcing. But I am okay now that I don't consider myself a creative mom. And I recognize that it's not one that I truly want to be. I don't really want to put in the time and energy into becoming a creative mom. <laughs> so... Instead of focusing on that, I focus on my other strengths and strengths that I want to develop. So an example of one that I want to truly develop and that I'm continually working on developing um, and that I have been working on for a long time is becoming better at teaching academic related things in my home. So this is one that my mom is really good at and it has blessed my life so much. And she's, she's a teacher and her most important students have always been her kids. So throughout elementary school, junior high, she supplemented whatever we were learning in school, especially during the summer. So she taught us to love books. She taught us different tricks and ways to approach math, um, different science opportunities, proper grammar and spelling, and was really great at helping us learn how to, well, she would edit our papers and also helped us learn to be great editors of our own papers. And it. And she also helped pique our interest in history by the little mini field trips we would take or the books that we would read. And most importantly, she helped instill in us a confidence that we were smart and we were capable of learning anything we wanted to. And I am constantly learning in this area and also trying to emulate my mom in this way because I want to be a teacher kind of mom like her. This is making me a little emotional. So mom, when you listen to this, know that I love you. Happy Mother's Day. But this is a strength that I truly want to develop. So what strengths do you want to develop? And who could you ask for guidance in this area? So this is a, like I just gave that example. I'm, I'm often asking my mom for advice and help in this area. And so 
who could be that person for you or who could be an accountability partner as you work towards a goal or strength. So just something to think about. Write it down. Reach out to someone and know that you can develop any strength, any gift that you truly want to to develop. So that's number two. Number three is identify and remember your strengths as a mom. So it's great to focus on ones that you want to develop, but most of the time we should be focusing on and celebrating the strengths that we do have. So I have an exercise for you or a challenge, however you want to look at it. So first, I want you to write down three strengths that you have specifically to related to being a mom. What kind of what kind of mom are you? And again, there are so many options. There's thousands of things that we could come up with of like the type, the kind of mom that you are. But what are three that come to mind? So again, I gave a bunch of examples earlier, but are you an outdoorsy mom? Are you good at getting your kids outside and enjoying nature? And maybe you go camping or hiking. Uh, Maybe you're a health conscious mom. Maybe so maybe you're good at creating well-balanced meals and doing activities that help your kids move their bodies. So whatever comes to mind, write it down. Write down more than three if you can, but at least three. And then I want you to ask three people to share one strength that they see in you, specifically as a mom. Three people. I asked my dad and my mom and my husband, but you can ask a friend, you can ask a coworker, you can ask a grandparent, your spouse, your partner, your whoever it is, your parents, anyone, even your kids. If your kids are old enough, you could ask them. Or even if they're young, that could be cute too. I should I should try to explain what a strength is and see what my five and three-year-old say. So anyway, but as I was prepping this outline, I decided to take my own advice. So I wrote down three strengths that I have as a mom. And I'm going to share those just to get your <laughs> get your brains going. And also because I felt uncomfortable sharing mine. But I'm saying that we need to celebrate our own strengths more. So I'm going to try to practice what I preach here. and Because I really believe this is important. So the first one that I thought of is I'm a stain remover mom. <laughs> so I am super good at getting stains out of clothes. I have different methods. <laughs> I have different products for different things. And I am super good. I have this like superpower at remembering as I'm sorting the laundry which clothes had stains on them and need to be treated without even inspecting the clothes. <laughs> so it comes in very handy and it's something I'm very good at. <laughs> so I'm a stain remover mom. <laughs> um, maybe not an obvious one, but I wanted to share that one because we are so many different things. And so find one that's fun like that, that you're just uniquely good at. So I'm a stain remover mom. Um, the next one I thought of is I'm an emotion conscious mom. I mean, obviously I'm making these up, (laughs) but, um, I, I believe that I'm really good at identifying the emotions in my kids that they're the emotions that they're feeling helping them identify it and validate it and then helping them work through those emotions. And I love helping them see what's really going on behind the big feelings that they're feeling. And it's something that has really helped me in my parenting. So that's one of my favorite things about being a mom is helping my kids in that way. And then three, I'm, again, I'm 
trying to make these up to kind of summarize things, but I'm a spiritual mom. And so this is one, even as I'm saying it, that I'm, I start to get in my head about and I start seeing all of the ways where I could be a better mom in this area. But I reminded myself that being good at something doesn't mean I'm perfect at it or that I'm the best at it. But it is something that is important to me, something that I prioritize. And that is teaching my kids about Jesus Christ and seeing prayers and incorporating spirituality into my parenting. So again, I'm not I'm not awesome at it always, but it's something that I truly try to do and that I feel like is a strength that I've um, that I'm continually strengthening over time as I continue to do it. So anyway, those are the three that I thought of for myself, but again, I hope that you'll do this too. So the second piece of this challenge was to ask three people and I sent a text to my husband and my dad and my mom. And I said, can you text me one strength you see in me as a mom? So I want you to pause this episode or just as you're listening, (laughs) text three people and send them that that message. Can you send me one strength you see in me as a mom? And my parents' answers were so sweet and I won't read them all, but they they were very, very kind and were such a good little pick-me-up. And my mom said that I was a gentle mom, basically to summarize it, but she said, I respond firmly, but kindly and calmly. And I laughed because I'd had a day where I had not been fully that way, but I was trying. And I I do, I feel like I definitely try often to, well, I try all the time to be a gentle mom. So I really appreciated that she saw that in me. So again, it doesn't mean we're perfect at it, but strengths are still, there's still strengths without being perfect. So, and then my dad was, it was similar, but he talked about how I'm a patient mom understanding, trying to understand my kids' intent and motive. And so I thought that was really sweet too. So again, this was so sweet. And then my husband, um, he texted me back (laughs) a joking response. He didn't know what it was from for. So we talked about it when he came home. I was like, hey, really, what, what's the strength you see in me as a mom? And he gave me a couple that were very kind and, and thoughtful. So anyway, try this out. Identify three areas that of strengths that you see in yourself and then ask three people to send you those. And if I would love to hear, send me a message on Instagram and tell me if this is a cool experience for you or how you felt afterwards, because I hope that you can remember these and rely, maybe put them on a sticky note and put it on your mirror. If you need a reminder of the kind of mom that you are and the strengths that others see in you and the strengths that you see in yourself. I hope that you will write these down and remember them and focus on them more than your weaknesses. And I promise as you focus on those, what we focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on your strengths, those will only expand. If you're focusing on your weaknesses, it tends to make us, like I said earlier, more frustrated, more overwhelmed, more discouraged, and we become less of the kind of mom that we want to be. So focus on your strengths. And then in a positive way, from point two, choose something that you want to develop, that you want to work on. All right, so that was three. And then four, that's the last one, is that you are exactly the perfect mom for your child or your children if you have multiple. But you are the perfect mom for your child. So how do we know that that's true? Because that's what happened. You are their mom. And God, or whatever you believe in, fate, But I personally believe that God does not make mistakes. 
this is what happened. They were placed in your life, placed as your children, and you are their mom. So you are the perfect mom for them. The perfect mom for them. And again, remember that that doesn't mean you are perfect, but our strengths and our weaknesses are the perfect combination for our children to help them grow. And remember that our inability to meet all of their needs will mean that they rely on others as well and create relationships with others as well, which is so healthy and so good. But you do, like we talked about before, you have unique strengths and gifts that make you the perfect mother for your child. So I know that that last last point is short, but it's true. I don't know what else I can say more than that is that you truly are the perfect mom for your child. And we know that because that is what happened. Your children were given to you and you were given to them as their mother. And so I just want to wrap this up by saying this again, that there are all kinds of moms and we need all kinds of moms we aren't meant to be the same. We aren't meant to be the fr- same as our friends. We aren't meant to be the same as our moms or, or our grandmothers or our sisters. The diversity and uniqueness of each of us as moms is truly what makes the world a better place. And so thank goodness we are not all the same. And remember that the strengths that someone else has or another mom has does not take away anything from you. In fact, it can add to your life or your children's lives if you let it. And the strengths you have do not take away from anyone else either. Own them. Be proud of them. Use them. And if there are strengths that you wish you had, work on developing them. But don't get caught up in the trap of comparing yourself to someone else. Own your gifts. Own your strengths. And help others identify theirs because I would be willing to bet they could use the help too. So that is it. That's our special Mother's Day episode. I hope that you'll remember this Mother's Day, how incredible of a mom you are and that we all have strengths and weaknesses, but you are the perfect mom for your kids. And if you have any heartache and this Mother's Day is hard for whatever reason for you, I hope again that you will lean on others and look out for the other moms in your lives too who could be having a hard Mother's Day as well. So anyway, with that, I wish you all the best, all the happy Mother's Day. Communicate what you want. Tell people how they can help make that day special for you. So happy, happy Mother's Day. I'm so glad you joined me today. As a thank you, head over to justformoms.com forward slash resources and download my guide of questions to ask your doctor about the postpartum stage. This is a totally free resource that you can take to your next doctor's appointment to help you feel better prepared for this postpartum stage. The link will be included in the show notes as well. So check it out and let me know what you think.